Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Energy If You Know You Know, the podcast that provides a platform for the Gen Z workforce to share their unique perspectives, ideas, and aspirations as they shape the energy industry's future. I'm so excited to introduce to you today's guest, Audrey Flynn. Audrey recently graduated from the University of Colorado and is currently working with Liberty Energy Services as a social media coordinator. I'm so excited to have you here today, Audrey, and learn more about your background. So I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. All right. So tell me about yourself. Where did you go to school and how did that impact your decision in joining the energy industry? Yes. So I actually grew up in the Midwest. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, and I moved out to Colorado about five years ago for school. I went to the University of Colorado Boulder, where I studied strategic communications. And my focus was on advertising and PR. I really liked the um, creative side to that. And I knew that I wanted to get into social media. Um, Upon graduation, I had an internship that kind of showed me a little bit of the ropes. And it was more of a, um, I don't know, it was very cool to see like how social media can impact the market and influence so many people, especially with our generation and the younger generations. So I wanted to be a part of that change. And so I just started applying to jobs on LinkedIn. I knew that I wanted to stay in the Denver area when I graduated. And so I stumbled upon Liberty and I knew it would be a great fit once I had my interviews and talked to all the people there. So that's great. It's surprising you wanted to stay in Denver in the cold. (laughs) What company culture or value most attracted you to join Liberty? Um, I think it was really the people. All of my interviews that I had, everyone was so friendly. And my first interview was online. And then I had two other in-person interviews. And um, it was really nice because I could tell that in the interview, it wasn't just about the skills that I was bringing into this job, but it was also about finding the company that was the right fit for me and also where I would be able to work alongside people who I got along with. And everyone was so welcoming. And so I knew that it was a great fit. All right. That's, that's great. And what was your perception of energy coming from a strategic communications background? And what is it now that you're in the industry? Yeah. So to be honest, I didn't really have a lot of prior knowledge on the industry. And like I said before, I was just looking for a job in social media where I could kind of do what I loved and be creative with it. And Liberty was the perfect place because they needed someone who um, I work with the marketing team, but it's nice because I get a lot of my own freedom to bounce off ideas. And so that's very nice. But yeah, I didn't really have a whole lot of it was an industry that it's kind of a lot of backlash in the media and so I wanted to be able to change that and I think social media is really the place to do that nowadays with how many people are on Gen Z talking about X, Y, and Z and so I'm really happy to be in the position that I'm in. That's great. You're making such a big difference. Have you seen a change um, with trends since you started in social media wise and how you're attracting Gen Z? So we um, already have like, so when I came in, we had a Instagram, we had a Facebook, we have a LinkedIn and we have a Twitter and a YouTube. And so we're actually launching our TikTok. And so I think that whole platform is going to be great for bringing in Generation Z and kind of showing them that the misconceptions of energy are not true and showcasing that the good that it does. And so I'm thinking that that platform is going to be one of our really big reaches in attracting the younger generations to want to work in the energy sector understand it more that's so exciting so you're speaking to 
you're speaking their language and yeah. trying to shed a, a really positive light on energy, which is amazing. Yes. I want to ask you more about your work-life balance. Um, many believe that your generation does not like commuting and does not value that and would rather work from home. Um, so can you share the advantages and disadvantages you see in being in the office to help clarify this misconception? Yes, definitely. So when I first started with Liberty, I was still living in Boulder. Um, and so I actually had to commute 40 minutes to work every day, which I had to wake up earlier for that. And I honestly really liked it, though, because it gives me a schedule and I'm the person who needs a schedule. So I love getting up and having like my morning routine and then going into the office and picking out an outfit. And I think it helps me be more productive. And I noticed the days that I work from home, I find myself getting more distracted with like little things. And so I think when I'm in the office, it really helps me to focus on my work and, and be able to interact with my other teammates and pop into someone's office and ask them a question if I have it, which is very nice. Because a lot of times nowadays, it's all on like Teams or Slack and you're trying to get a hold of people. And so I really like being in person so that if I do come across a question or need help with something, I'm able to just walk over and get that answered right away. As being in the office helped you kind of like bounce back ideas and come up with new ideas, interacting with team members in person? Yes, most definitely. And I think it's a lot easier to do. A lot of times I think that things get lost in communication when it's um, over text or sometimes people don't understand what you're trying to say or the point that you're trying to get across. So it's nice to go in and be productive and put our heads together and get work done in the office. And it's also a fun environment to be in. And so... I like going into the office. I know that's a little, sometimes people don't, but I think it's nice to have that schedule. Well, thanks for debunking that misconception, at least from your end. <laughs> um, so again, going back to social media and how you're shedding a light on the energy sector, the energy sector often faces challenges in public perception. How can social media be harnessed to bridge the communication gap and promote the positive image of the industry to the public? not just to Gen Z. Yeah, so I think that promoting a positive image of the industry on social media is definitely a very crucial task, especially nowadays. And so I think being transparent in your messaging is what I look to most when I'm thinking or brainstorming a post and also educational content does very well if we have like someone talking and shedding a light on some recent events or sustainability efforts that we're involved in. And I also think just being able to engage with your community and replying to comments and responding to people who don't think the same as you and kind of like shedding a light on what we think is very helpful. And it's nice to use that with um, graphics. We do a did you know fact every Wednesday from our Bettering Human Lives report, and those tend to perform very well. We just take a short little snippet of a quote from the Bettering Human Lives report and pair it with a fun graphic, and it's cool to see the engagement that that gets with our following. Oh, that's amazing. That's great. And how do you think social media can play a significant role in shedding light on energy poverty? I know that's something that's very important to you and that's part of one of your that's one of your values that kind of pushed you into accepting a role in energy and how can you influence the public and give them more awareness and actions to address this critical global issue. 
So I think that social media plays a very vital role in addressing energy poverty because it allows for us to raise awareness through impactful stories and campaigns and that kind of stuff. And so sharing the data on it and getting people to see that it is a real problem that needs to be addressed is very helpful. And um, once again, our Bettering Human Lives report talks a lot about that. And so just reading through that and seeing all of the um facts and it really helped me to first understand it because I didn't really understand it at first since I was very new to the industry but social media is a very powerful tool and I think that by leveraging reach connectivity and engagement capabilities on this platform we can shine a spotlight on this critical issue and help to drive awareness to change that absolutely now for our listeners where can they go and find that bettering human lives report Yes, so it's on the Liberty Energy website and it will say Bettering Human Lives Report. Okay, great. So it's very easy to find, yes. Okay, great to know. Um, moving from energy poverty to leadership on social media, do you think they should be on social media and how do you believe this presence could shape your generation's perception of the industry as seeing its leaders more open and honest and kind of vulnerable on these platforms? So I think transparency is a big thing here. When industry leaders engage in social media, it humanizes them and makes them more connectable and accessible to the younger generations. And it allows for that direct communication and fosters a sense of transparency, which can build credibility and trust and keep people coming back for more. Absolutely. Transparency and trust and vulnerability are key. Um, Another thing I'm, I'm abusing the social media because it's very interesting when communicating a message about energy on social media, what type of content has been most engaging images, videos, infographics, and do people tend to engage um, the most on which kind um, based on your observations and experiences? So I think that graphics definitely are a big thing Um, with our Did You Know Facts? We pair a graphic with it that our graphic designer Mm -hmm. creates, and then I pick out the fact and post those cohesively. And so I think those perform very well. And I also think videos on the industry and just people talking about it, if there's like a luncheon or something and getting content from that and posting that. It's also nice. I've been trying to sprinkle in uh, what our office does for reaching out in our community and so if we have a volunteering event, I'll also post that just to show that it's not all work all the time. We also get out in our community and volunteer, and that really helps to show people like the humanization aspect of that. That's great. Have you guys had a lot of engagement on that? Or yes. Um, I think those posts tend to do very well. Every month we do a community outreach spotlight highlight, which posts just what all of the different um, Liberty Energy offices have been up to, what they've been volunteering in. And that's really nice. It's kind of like a break in content from all of the energy stuff and kind of that tends to get a lot of engagement just because it's something different and new. Okay, that's great. And as a young professional in the energy industry with no prior experience, you didn't go to school for this, you had no idea what energy was and what we did. Um, What advice would you give to your fellow Gen Z peers who are considering a career in the industry and they may have their reservations or misconceptions about it? So I think that exploring your passion is what it really comes down to. So like I said before, I don't really have any prior experience with the industry. And I knew that I wanted to go into social media. And when this opportunity presented itself, it was the perfect 
place to start. And so I would definitely say identify what aspects of the energy industry interest you most and dive into those and educate yourself. And so I really took the time to learn about the industry, its challenges and its potential positive impact. And then I attend webinars and conferences. And I like to like see those things, even if I'm just watching them, it really helps me to understand the industry more so that I can do more on social media to help get the word out about the energy industry and the good that it does. Okay, that's great. So you're furthering your education, really, and your understanding of the industry. And you found what it is you like to contribute within this industry, which is great. All right. So to end the podcast, I have a series of five rapid fire questions that are structured in this or that format. And I'll need you to answer either or. Are you ready? Yes. And also feel free to elaborate on any one of the questions because they're very interesting. And the first question is is great because you touched on the fact of TikTok right now that you guys are starting with TikTok. So let's see. Instagram or TikTok for showcasing energy related content? I'm going to go with Instagram just for right now because we haven't started our TikTok yet, but that's bound to change once we start our TikTok. So I'm hoping that it changes to TikTok, but for right now, I definitely think Instagram since we have a bigger following. Awesome. Static images or gifts for creating eye-catching social media posts about energy? Mm. I tend to lean more towards the static images. Okay. I just they look better on the feed when they're presented that way. So collaborating with influencers or featuring employee spotlights for humanizing your energy company's social media presence. I think employee spotlights for sure. Okay. Live Q and a sessions with industry experts or pre-recorded webinars about energy related issues. I'm going to have to go with the first one on that. Okay, so you'd rather live Q&A sessions. I think that's more interesting in my opinion. Yeah, okay. And what would be more engaging with Gen Z and to promote the energy industry? Behind the scenes glimpses of your energy company's operations or success stories of clients benefiting from your services? I think behind the scenes, and I also think it's cool to get behind the scenes and show people what we actually do and how it works. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, thank you so much, Audrey. That's the end of our episode for today. I really appreciated it. Um, Follow Audrey on LinkedIn um, and follow Liberty. Make sure you are up to date with their fun facts on Wednesdays and all the links will be in the show notes below. Yes. Thank you so much for me. This was awesome. Absolutely. Catch you on the next one. Yes. Bye-bye.